everyone welcome back to the be like that podcast we are on episode 11 um on a bi-weekly schedule right now but uh hopefully we'll change that soon but as of right now that's Look, what not we're doing about that inconsistent yeah. schedule well, it's, it's it's technically not inconsistent it's technically very consistent <laughs> so besides the point welcome back to your favorite podcast i'm sure uh everyone listening loves our podcast um, this week, we're back to our original hosts, so Minaki, Pratik, Tamid, and Rafi. And something interesting has been happening this week um, that has to do with the internet, has to do with Down specifically with Reddit. the bourgeoisie, it's the rise of the proletariat, the communist regime has taken over. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Sorry, uh, I feel like we always need a doomsayer or something like that. You know how you have you have like the town crier, right? You got to have like the uh, the man announcing, like chanting the doom of ta- the end of time and the coming of doom. Down, like, down, down with the Wall Street white the, collar. Feed the poor. We will munch on their babies and pillage their property. Or yeah, that's that's Robin more or less Hood. like essentially how the news has been portraying it. But let's let's actually get it's into so it. much. It's so much less grand grand scale than all of that honestly in the grand scheme of things i don't like we know that this isn't really going to impact wall street um but before we get into you know what what we're talking about well before we get into the details what's been going on this week does anyone i know tamid is pretty well invested in this you want to literally and emotionally yeah go ahead (laughs) uh so to break it down in a way that like i feel like everyone can understand The way it works is that when you go on Wall Street, you imagine guys in suits essentially buying pieces of another company, right? Well, well, let's get the story first. Let's get the story. Let's get the story out first. Uh, Okay, so here's a real quick story. Lots of guys in suits say, I can do a thing that will print me money, but in exchange, I will make another company slowly die and edge closer and closer to running out of business so that it'll have to lay off tons and tons of people. That these companies then say, okay, this is working. We'll just continue printing money and getting this closer, deeper and deeper into the ground until it dies. And then we'll move on to the next company to print us money. At which point, a bunch of people on the internet decide, hey, look at those guys over there. If we buy this thing because of their shenanigans, they're obligated to pay it back at a higher cost. If we all do it, then we can really screw them over. Let's all do it. At which yes. point, the entire internet decides, okay, we're doing this. And, well, and guys in suits freak the fuck out. Well, more like a Reddit thread. You know? It was just it, the thing is, it started as a Reddit thread, but I feel like at this point, we can, it's blown up to a point where we can kind of say like the overall internet. But yes, it did start on the WSB subreddit. Uh, so the WSB subreddit, for anyone who doesn't know... Um, Sorry, give me one Wall second. Street bets? Wall Street bets. Wall Street bets. Wall Street bets. Um, for anyone who doesn't know or just kind of uh, getting into this because of what's going on in the news, Wall Street bets is essentially a meme page. Not essentially, it is a meme page. Um, oh, it is entirely a meme page. It's it, it it for the entire time that it hasn't been in the mainstream. It has been essentially just 
um, people honestly making really dumb decisions, putting all like, their life savings into accounts and memeing about it and, you know, really having a fun time, like losing all their money. Yes, yes. The best way to boil it down is that you go to you speak to a broker if you want sound financial advice, right? You go to a stocks page if you want like actual information on what should I buy, what should I not. You go to WSB to see some dumbasses spend $50,000 on some penny stocks or some bullshit company you've never heard of, lose all of it, put a screenshot and just be like, yeah, look, I have all the upvotes. Give me all the likes. They will feed off of this. And granted, there's a lot of inflammatory words that are used, but it's literally all just part of their dumbass meme culture of, look, we're just throwing money away on the off chance that they become millionaires yeah. for the end goal of buy a yacht and become rich. That That is the ultimate goal of the subreddit. It is entirely a, a meme page. Um, now, what has happened recently is a while back, a user named uh, Deep Fucking Value <laughs> I love that username. <laughs> I love that username. Invested, what, 50 grand into yeah, GameStop. Good. Now, he, the reasoning behind why he put 50 grand is actually pretty decent. Um, the uh, I, the owner or the, the creator of Chewy, which is an e-commerce like pet store that really became very successful, um, oh, yeah. he, like, he essentially got majority share of GameStop and was assigned to be CEO. Because of this and because of the e-commerce success that he had with uh like chewy uh the deep fucking value thought that gamestop actually has a lot of potential in rebranding or like rebuilding as an e-commerce um i guess brand because honestly that's what gamestop is um because of this he invested fifty thousand dollars which in the grand scheme of things is pennies like it really is pennies it's really nothing and recently there's been talks about a short squeeze uh a short squeeze uh is Stupid. A short squeeze is essentially making money off, or like a short, a shorting a stock is essentially making money off of the price going down. Uh, and apparently, a lot of hedge funds recently have been shorting the uh, GameStop in order to essentially what this would cause is like a domino effect of essentially leading to GameStop's eventual bankruptcy. Reddit users on Wall Street Brett saw this and said, fuck you, and started buying them by the boatloads. Um, and then it kind of became a movement. Now, the big thing there is that like, like even without like getting too technical, right? The best way anyone can understand it is guys in suits said, I will just screw this company over to make myself money. And they started panicking once, like Nakeep said, people on Reddit started saying, okay, so we're just going to buy this thing, right? Because if we buy this thing at which you're, you're putting yourself in a position that you're saying this company, you're betting your own money that this company is going to do poorly. If lots of people start buying the thing and the company starts doing well, you're screwed, right? Which proceed to this, what, upcoming or past week? The, yes. They, the yes. suit started realizing they're getting screwed. So, it, it, like, I, I, yes, we got to keep this, like, completely untechnical or, uh, like, as untechnical Yeah, I'm, I'm as trying not to can. use actual terminology, yeah. like a short squeeze and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so, essentially, oh, okay, really quickly, we do need to explain why you lose money if, uh, if, if, if the price of GameStop goes up. Uh, why, oh, I was going to they bet against it. Yeah, you do bet against it. But the biggest thing is when you short a stock, when we say shorting a stock, when you short a stock, you have the potential to lose your infinite. Your loss is infinite. Potential infinite. Potentially infinite. Um, wow, I took a long time getting through that fucking sentence. 
whatever. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, like what he's trying to get at is that the higher GameStop share value goes, the more these companies have to pay. There's right? no there's no max amount of losses. For example, like exactly. if you buy a stock and it's worth ten bucks, and then the company goes under, you, the max amount of money you lose is ten dollars, right? But if you short a stock and the price goes up infinitely, you will lose an infinite amount of money. Um, now this has become a movement. This has really become a movement into fuck, you know, white collar, you know, Wall Street, the uh, suits, you know, the, the banks, suits, the rich, know, the rich, right? Um, and unfortunately, in the grand scheme of things, you probably won't be doing much. But it is more about this message uh, to pass on because these institutions are entirely solely responsible for the 2008 financial crisis and the Great Recession. And they were the first banks and investment funds to be or like they were the first institution to be bailed out by guess what your your tax money. Like that's the only way the government can afford it. Right. It's through tax money. Um, so because of this. Everyone is essentially, or a lot of these people online are essentially uh, trying to vie for their own, well, trying to vie for the death to these. The, there, I think there's it's like two hedge funds. There's a lot of up anger. There, there, there's a couple of hedge funds in play. There's not just two. There's two that are notable because they're the first ones that are collapsing, right? Yeah. Um, and they're being bailed out by other hedge funds. But the the biggest thing that's kind of driving this is that there's just a lot of pent up anger and frustration because the companies that essentially tanked the economy back in 2008 and 2009 which lots of people were affected by at varying degrees whether your parents lost their job or whether their retirement accounts were suddenly like made of toilet paper and non-existent and shredded to pieces right or if you lost your house like if it was foreclosed on during the recession the companies that were at fault for these things got off scot-free or even worse than scot-free they were they got off with bailouts to at which point executives got bonuses uh employees you know were just encouraged were just given a slap on the wrist of hey don't do the thing that got us in trouble we'll pay a fine just so it doesn't happen again and then it's business as usual whereas the individuals who actually did lose tons of money you know the random homeowner whose home was foreclosed on or the people who were laid off you were fucked right and you just kind of did your best to pick up the pieces in the past 12 years since the recession Really quickly before we move on, and like in the 2008 recession, multiple investment funds like closed, like closed its doors. But the biggest one that you always heard was Lehman Brothers. But Lehman Brothers was massive, right? Lehman Brothers was huge. But the fact that that's the only one that you heard about and the only one that you really cared about, considering that every other hedge fund essentially that w- it was involved got bailed out because it wasn't just Lehman Brothers. Um, but yeah, Rafi, Rafi Pratik, you guys have anything you guys want to say? I know me and Tamid have been hogging it. Uh, well, I mean, I, I feel like the driving force for me, because I wasn't invested until, unfortunately, the price of each stock was like in the hundreds. I, my oh, first yeah. stock was at 320. This, the next one was at like 190. So I bought it pretty high. But the reason I got into it is because I heard of all these stories and um, about how a lot of the users, their parents, during the 2008 crisis, they lost their homes they lost their jobs their parents were like never fully mentally recovered because of the of like losing everything they were just in shock and they put on a smile for their kids right but like the kids knew that something was wrong because their parents were were upset i heard one one kid used to hear his father cry at night and now this is their way to like strike back 
And the fact that, like, the government bailed them out when they caused the crisis. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah, and I really don't want to get into what actually happened in 2008, like, market crash, but... You want to or you don't no, want to? No, I don't want to. I don't want to. It's, okay, it's, okay. It's, but it is yeah. incredibly disheartening yeah. to hear about, like, you know, the parents crying and, like, yeah. you know... It, that shit hurt, right? That shit hurt for all the wrong people. This yeah, is I a... put in, like, the money that I figured I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't miss if I lost completely. Yeah, I think that was all of us. Rafi? Anything you want to say? Yeah. So I was like passively following like this stuff on Reddit, like because I was I'll, oftentimes just go to Wall Street Best and see like, oh, this guy invested like $10,000 in this thing is now a millionaire. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I wish I had that foresight. <laughs> and then I just see like a was a D fucking value just posting like his GameStop stuff. And it's like, OK. And he's been doing this since like I remember uh, seeing it back bought- in like December. He bought in at 14, if I believe. So he's at uh, 11 million? To me, do you know the real number? Right? No, I it think right? it was he turned, if I remember correctly, and this may be a little bit off. Uh, the last screenshot I saw was he turned $50,000 into 17 million. 17 million? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. it's definitely six figures. Oh, not six figures. What am I saying? 17 million is what? Eight figures? Nine? Eight figures. Eight figures. Eight figures. Eight figures. Eight figures. Eight figures. Yeah, no, I, I heard the last thing I heard was definitely at least an eight figure amount. Like the dude's a millionaire. Yes, so yeah, right. Granted, there's taxes on that, but the dude's a millionaire. Well, taxes right now. If he holds, it, well, he bought in in. I don't know November. if you can hold. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you can hold, but I mean, taxes on seventeen it, million. Get taxed for it though. Taxes on seventeen million, even in the upper tax bracket, is probably sixty percent. Right. Right. And he's 60%. still gonna come out of this a millionaire, no matter he's, what. Well, a multi-millionaire. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's come out as a multi-millionaire, but he invested the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like he really, right. like he did his homework and he invested the right way. And it, Wall Street Bets was just memeing on it, or like not memeing on it. He, it's a meme page where like GameStop has always been very much a dumb stock to invest in, considering how they've been it's doing. A, it's a shit company, and at the end of the day, like. It's a business model that is out of the dinosaur age, right? Like, it's a game company that sells retail, like, copies of video games, at which point I feel like it's not crazy to say the majority of people kind of just download their games online, right? Like, it's... They definitely make more money off the merch they sell than the the games they they do. They make a lot of their money off of merch, and especially in the past year, off of console sales, right? Off of selling, like, the PS5 or the Xbox. But, like... They had a deal with Microsoft where they would get, like, 5% of xbox one sales and i don't know how they pulled that is off. is that a thing yeah no. yeah yeah yeah. they they did something like, like that yeah i don't know how they pulled that off but they did um but really quickly going back to what ruffy said a few minutes ago i just want to touch on that because like you know uh like for i think it's fair to say all four of us like use reddit pretty frequently like we're pretty comfortable with it but for anyone who's like listening and doesn't either either just vaguely knows of reddit or just doesn't at all like wall street bets for for some sort of like idea of what it's like you it's just a full-on meme page where people throw their money right like what Rafi was saying like like deep fucking value put his money into uh, uh gamestop like months ago and in the comments would just get shit on for like yo you're throwing your money away right but he saw and, and fast forward to this point like like it was assumed that he was doing the exact same thing that everyone else on wall street bets does yeah. which is I will gamble this money away, and if I, you know, lose it all, oh well. You know, there are people on Wall Street Bets who have literally lost had millions. screenshots of like I've lost three hundred thousand dollars at one time, like more than their net worth, and they'll just be in debt forever. But yeah. like, there's also the people who are like, yeah, no, I'm now a millionaire, and I'm gonna go buy a yacht because fucking memes, yeah. right? Like that—that's all <laughs> that really matters. That's the priority. 
That 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 but is like, the general sense of Wall Street bets. Like that is right, literally right. what it is. But the thing that kind of matters here is that yes, the page is full of memes, but it also has some very like very intelligent, intelligent individuals on yeah. it, right? Yeah. And when these morons actually decide, oh, let me actually think this through, you have what we have now, right? A yeah. sudden, yeah. you know, calculated movement of if we all buy shares of GameStop, they are definitely going to go up. Um, yep. Yes. So I want before we get into the, the the topic of the free market and what happened with Robinhood, um, I want to talk about uh, the market kind of becoming a self like it is in certain situations a self fulfilling prophecy. For example, let's talk about like let's just use GameStop. With GameStop's uh, when say if, uh, what's going on never really happened, these massive investment funds that put like set up shorts on this account essentially banking on GameStop to go down are essentially influencing the market with the amount of power that they have and the money that they have to force GameStop to go down because like other people will see well like other funds and where all the money actually is will see hey this this fund this fund and this fund say reputable funds I don't know in the financial world are saying that GameStop is going to go down or thinking that GameStop is going to go down, then they will do the same thing, causing GameStop to go down and then eventually essentially controlling their destiny. But this also works in the reverse order, where if you bank on GameStop, potentially there's a chance that GameStop uses these this accrued revenue to essentially redevelop and become a good company, right? So the, the, the idea of that, like, not the market, like the market itself in very specific situations can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's the biggest, like, I guess, argument here is like, it's not that the investments are gambling that GameStop goes down. It's the fact that because they have so much power, they can essentially make GameStop go under and essentially, I don't know, play God. Now, one thing I do want to touch on for people listening, because like the stock market, unfortunately, is one of those things that like not everyone is like very comfortable with. Right. Like like it's it's annoying, but like financial literacy is not something we're taught in schools. Right. Like a lot of people grow up and they're like, all right, I'm 18. I got to do taxes. The fuck do I do for that? Right. You get your offer. I remember I had a cold conversation with my dad. This is like a two second tangent, but like he just did not understand how a retirement fund and stocks work. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's like these are core important things that you should know as an adult. But, you know, financial literacy doesn't apply to everyone. The stock market, I feel like in a very, very boiled down simple way, you can very much argue it is purely based on belief. Right. Yeah. Numbers. You, you can sit there and do whatever set of calculations you want, whatever set of risk analysis and yada, yada, yada. But what it comes down to at the end of the day is belief. Is this company doing good? I believe the stock will go up. Is this company doing poorly? I believe the stock will go down. Where shorts come into this, and I sort of like the best way to portray why these hedge funds are so par- powerful and why shorts have, are, have such a powerful effect, is that... A big hedge fund, a very reputable hedge fund that, you know, other banks and financial like big bosses are familiar with. If they say, hmm, I see company X over there. Company X looks like it's up to some shit. Company X looks like it's not going to do that great. It's not looking too hot. Right. That hedge fund could be betting company X does poorly. And just by saying company X, they don't think is going to do well. Other people hear that. They also think, oh, big hedge fund says company X is not going to do well. Well, it's probably not going to do well. I'm going to sell my shares. Company X 
starts to do poorly. And just like Nakib said, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Simply because they say it's going to do poorly, they sort of will it into existence, right? Now, there's actual nuance in there. It's not just a matter of pulling out a statement. Sometimes hedge funds will do shit like they'll pay for research, right? And the research will just be sort of bought to prove their own point that, hey, company X is not going to do well. Here's the reasons why company X isn't going to do well. And gloss over, you know, any of the pros for why company X might do well. The biggest thing that matters is that as long as you can affect people's belief, Mm-hmm. You can affect your money, right? Yeah, whenever I have... Okay, none of us are business majors. To me, it is economics, right? I'm economics. I want to be very clear. This is not financial advice. We are all <laughs> four chuckle fucks on this uh, podcast. The same way WSB is not financial advice. Don't talk to me. We Yeah, please, please. Um, the <laughs> We are essentially... A few of us do our finances as a hobby. Um Pratik, Rafi, how long have you guys been investing for? I don't actually know. And uh, how much year in in March? If you were to yeah. if you were to rank your investing experience, would it be like novice, experienced, or and or master? What would you say? Novice. Um, novice. Easy. Yeah, I I think so. I think I started off and I got really uh, I got really ambitious with my money. Yeah. And the only reason I came out alive is because everything was going up, right? Well, yeah, we were in a bull market think- for a while. Yeah, I think if I did that yeah. in 2018, I, I would have lost like thousands. You know, by by no stretch of the imagination are me and to meet any experts. Um, but well, I, we would say I would say we've been investing for quite a bit of time, right? We've been investing for what? Four two, years? Three years no, 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 2018, Jesus right? Christ, time flies. 2018, 2018? Three, three years. Yeah, yeah, 2021 already? Fuck. And it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't even um, towards the tail end. We started in like the summer. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, we've yeah. been we've been in this for a while. So, but even then, I still wouldn't put us past no. novices just because, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's so much to this. Yeah, I I know my way around the base, like the basics. I still read the about base. the basics, you know. Um, but one thing that I kind of pride myself on is I I don't play around with the market. Like, I I really spend a lot of time on investments. Um, I have like a few books back there, fucking for reading. Uh, but I try my best just because I don't say I find it kind of interesting and fun like to do but i for me personally i spend a lot of time looking at earnings reports annual reports money flows uh or like cash flows and um as much as i possibly can to determine like how a company is really good and how it's really poor and also there's a lot of just random youtube videos but i again by no means am i an expert but the market at the end of the day is really just an emotional piece of shit you know, at the, at like after the 2008 recession, you know, the, the whole market stopping when when shares get too low and when when the Dow hits like a certain threshold that only stopped after 2008. You know that? Oh, they didn't do that before that? No, because the market just tumbled. So now what they do is when the Dow goes down a certain threshold, essentially, the market just stops trading. Should we should we explain that a bit more? Or just yeah. elaborate a yeah. bit more on what so, that means? The market crashing is essentially, again, another domino effect. The, mar- the market is so much just a domino effect on everything that really happens. When stocks, when you sell, right? When, when you sell a share, what that looks like to other people is, oh, he's selling at a smaller price. It's going to go down. So I'm going to sell now as well at just a slightly lower price. This becomes a chain reaction. And everyone, everybody sells. So in the 2008 financial crisis, everyone was holding money with banks, which 
honestly is a lot of investing. Like a lot of people invest in, you know, in, in hedge funds and investment banks because they're really stable. They got their shit, like they got their shit kicked in because everyone just started selling. It was such a, the, the, the real estate uh, industry is such a massive chunk of, of, of the, at least the U.S. stock exchange that it took a massive tumble. And this caused ripples in other industries as well. And thus, we had 2008. So now that they, they stopped trading, right? So they're like, but something interesting happened with Robin Hood. Um, so for people who it? don't know, right? Robin, when it comes to stocks, there are a couple ways to go about it. The traditional sort of the way your dad and, you know, when I say dad, I mean like like the older generation. I don't literally mean your dad because my dad has no idea what the fuck a broker is, Mine right? Too. But, but point being, right, the way the older generation would go about actually buying and selling stocks would be, okay, I'm going to go get the phone. I'll go call a guy on Wall Street, right? I'll go call a brokerage. They'll put me through to some guy, some chuckle fuck on the other end. He's my broker, right? He's the guy who will buy and sell shares on my behalf. He will also, this is mildly important, be taking commission, right? If I buy $100 worth of shares, he might take, let's say, 1% commission, right? So he'll take a dollar off of every $100 I spend, right? This is the plot of Wolf of Wall Street, by the way. This is the plot of Wolf of Wall Street, right? And we'll get into that in a second, because I think that's <laughs> actually worth exploring for a yeah, moment. I love that movie. Um... Every time I buy and sell shares, I go call my guy up. I tell my guy, hey, Company X looking real good. I want to buy some more of Company X. My guy says, cool, I'll do that for you. Or my guy might call me up and be like, hey, Company X got some brand new tech. They're going to look like they're, they're, they're going to make some really solid moves. Do you want to buy some more? I'll say, all right, my broker, I trust you. You, you sound like you, you know what you're doing. Let me buy a thousand share of Company X. And then you'll, you'll also take some commission off of that. Right? You'll take a little off the top. But that's fine. You're my broker. You're out for my best interest, right? You would never betray me, right? <laughs> um, that's the old way of doing things. There's also other, other more modern ways, which have recently started with apps like Robinhood, uh, uh, Charles Schwab, and a few other bigger banks have especially muscled in on this, where you can buy and sell stocks through apps, right? Without and instead of yes, exactly, but right? Robinhood. Through the app is without commission. You don't have to worry about you know. Your broker having to be someone you trust, you just buy and sell it yourself, and there's no commission on it. But Robinhood, why Robinhood is such a big topic right now? Robinhood was essentially the first brokerage, even though they're like an online brokerage. They were the first essentially modern brokerage to adopt. They paved the, the way for this. Essentially, yes, they have. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they they were the first modern brokerage to pave the way for commissionless trading. What that means is you buy and sell without any payment to anyone, right? So Robinhood started doing this when they first launched back in, I don't know, 2015, I think. I don't know when Robinhood launched. So. Right? It's, something, it's, something. it's fairly I mean, recently. Not it's fairly, yeah, it's very recent. Um, thus, every young new uh, investor essentially trades on Robinhood. I still trade on Robinhood even after all that's happening, but I'm considering swapping. But Robinhood is essentially the home to the entire new generation uh, of, of investors. Their whole tagline was essentially democratizing the stock market, right? Yep. Making it accessible yep. so that it wasn't just old, old people calling up their brokers all haughty toddy. It yep. was essentially people like you, me, whoever's listening, essentially every single one of you just download an app on your phone, 
and go 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 trade stocks. That's it. Yeah, like I remember when I was first getting into stocks is like looking at brokerages that have commission is the biggest argument is that as soon as you buy a stock, you automatically have a threshold that you have to pass to make a profit. You know, like if I buy 10,000 stocks or like a thousand stocks of company X and and the commission is like $200, I have to make $200 off of my investment to even start making a profit, right? And Robinhood was like, you just invest. If you make a cent, you have made a cent. You know, if you lose a cent, you have lost a cent, right? And it's just, that's why it was so simple. So it, it, it gained a massive uh, backing, like a huge backing. But the thing is, nothing is ever free in this world. And a very young backing, right? Very, very vocal young, young backing. Very, very like strong. People loved Robinhood. People, I, I still love Robinhood. Like after what just happened, right? It's, it's very difficult to, but there was never a time where I thought Robinhood was doing anything wrong. But nothing like it had again. flaws, yeah, right? There, did, there were definitely did. criticisms of it, yeah, as, of as there will be in any app or program or any sort of business. Yep. But the biggest thing was that the overall mission statement of make trading stocks something that is essentially seen as, you know, for like elite, like people with money. If you already have money, you use stocks to make more money, right? But make it more accessible to the everyday person so that everyone can get in on a good stock market. Yes. Right. So now what but the thing is nothing is ever free in this world nothing is ever free so but we we've known this like anyone who knows about any sort of free service there's something going around where the company is making money and Robinhood thus has loyalties towards hedge funds and something interesting has happened or had it had oh it's still happening it's still happening yeah yeah no it's yeah, it's, it's actually got worse yeah. right yeah, yeah it's actually gotten worse should we, yep. should we jump into that now? Let's just get into that. So Robinhood has essentially blocked you from buying GameStop shares. Now I think it's limited at one, but that's a fucking joke. Right? Oh, before like, we do that, though, do we should actually first one. explain, right? Oh, yes. One of the big things that comes with the recent hubbub about GameStop, right? And why GameStop is so important. Multiple massive hedge funds said, I'm going to take a bet. GameStop is going to do shit. And they've been doing that. And they've been printing money, like I mentioned before. The issue now is that because all the all the like you know morons and ch normally dumbasses on Wall Street bets who would lose money said we're gonna buy GameStop and started buying GameStop. GameStop went up. GameStop goes up. The belief is that it will continue going up. More people buy. The price increases. The price increases. More people believe the price will go up. More people buy, and it becomes again a self fulfilling prophecy built on simple belief that because it's going up. More people are buying because they want to get in on it. And more people buying pushes the price up. Because the price is shooting up, the hedge funds that bet against it doing poorly are shitting the bed. Because like Nikib said, their losses are infinite. The higher it goes, the more they have to pay. And they're going to have to. And it's getting to the point where if they end up paying, they're going to go out of business altogether. Right. Some hedge and funds already got a bailout from another hedge fund. Yes, yes. Which specifically, one was I believe it was uh, Melvin Capital. Melvin Capital. Uh, I can look that up in a, in yeah. a second. Or Merrill Lynch, something like that. No, no, you, we Melvin. can look up the name it's, it's, in a second. It's Melvin. Well, Melvin it's Melvin. did it is Melvin, right? a lot of money. I know that. Yeah. Melvin, I think, lost like 50% out. of their money or some shit like but that. Maybe, something yeah, crazy, something like right? That. Like, we're talking about like multi billion dollar hedge funds here. No, but right? yeah, but Mel Melvin already got bailed out in the middle of this by a different hedge fund. Yes, we're going to get already in the clutter. That's the part of the story, unfortunately, right? Um, 
because these hedge funds are at the risk of losing tons of money or already have started losing tons of money, they start panicking and they start pulling all the strings they possibly can to stop random people like you, me, and everyone listening from buying GameStop, right? So where the issue comes in is that Robinhood, typically an app used specifically so that stocks are accessible, so that, again, the ra- random average person can, you know, purchase shares of any company they want. And by practically everyone on Wall Street Bets. Exactly. And every young investor. Exactly, yeah. right? There are six Purchasable people, by anyone. people on Wall Street Bets now. Say it again? There are six million people on Wall Street Bets. Yeah, wow, that grew a lot. They, yeah, that's a lot. They uh, es- estimated that the average person has five sta- uh, five shares of it. Um, that could be wildly off. Yeah. I don't. I don't expect. I mean, it to it's be an right. average, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's one person, that's still a massive amount of money going to GameStop. Right, right. But like the point being, these hedge funds start panicking. They look to apps like Robinhood and they start pulling strings. And basically, Robinhood puts in a limit, saying, "Hey." Do you own more than five shares? You can't buy anymore. We're not we're we're not going to let you buy. You're only allowed to sell. Meaning if people aren't buying, the price is not going up. And that's putting a stop to everything that Wall Street bets and just the people trying to make money off of GameStop are trying to do all at at the behest of these hedge funds that are just doing their best to not lose all of their money. Right. Well, in the first day, they just didn't let you access GameStop at all. You couldn't yeah. like see it. You couldn't yeah, sell it, buy it, anything. Right. They were right. hiding so it from the essentially, search. Essentially, the process got worse and worse as time passed. Right. Started with hiding it, then started to a five stock limit, and I believe it's currently in the keep like said it was at one stock. One, right. One. If I remember correctly, one, yeah, it's yeah. a. And it's basically the whole point is fuck you. Don't buy this stock. Only sell if you want to do anything. Right. Yeah. And where you know the outrage comes is. Five stocks is nothing. For people who actually have a decent amount of money, they can buy 10, 100, 1,000, right? 10,000 shares, right? That's the amount of money that we're talking about here that's in play. But Robin is actively trying to keep these people out because it's going to hurt the hedge funds that Robinhood is essentially um, loyal to. Is it fair to say it's in cahoots with, right? Uh, like, cahoots. Yeah. I think they get 40% of their revenue from Melvin. Yeah, no, not Melvin, oh, Citadel. Uh, Citadel. Citadel. 5% of their, so, of their revenue comes from Citadel. But I'll explain that in just a second because I want to kind of make sure everyone's following that makes sense, right? And but like, Citadel owns, uh, has a Citadel paid on for Mel- Melvin. Melvin. No, I know, but uh, Citadel paid for Melvin, so they, they are involved. Yeah, yeah, no, so no, no. Are. I don't want to no, yeah, go it, through that. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, right? I get it, I get it. I get but, it. but point being, Robinhood says, fuck you, stop sharing. Stop, stop buying shares, right? Stop sharing this this goddamn company. No more buying stocks. Stop it, right? And the issue is, this is all for the hedge funds. It's not for the random people, all of its users that actually, you know, have been using the app for years upon years, right? Now, what we were just talking about two seconds ago is that there's a massive conflict of interest at play, right? The hedge funds that got hurt most by the GameStop uh, uh, price going up got bailed out by another hedge fund called Citadel. Citadel owns a huge part of Robinhood and is almost half of Robinhood's revenue, right? Essentially, Robinhood's biggest customer said, do something about this. And Robinhood's answer was, we'll just stop letting our users buy. So you have massive outrage and huge conflicts of interest arising because of this. Yeah, like we've spent half an hour explaining because there's a lot to explain. Unfortunately, there's a lot. There's a lot to this. I really hope anyone listening, like, yeah. I hope I've done a decent job explaining. Yeah. If I haven't, I apologize. I, I just don't want it to be a lecture. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, but this is very impactful on the idea of a free market, right? So I wanted to get everyone's thoughts on this. What do you guys define as a free market? Like right now, it is really not a fucking capitalistic market if we follow the ideals of just capitalism, right? We all, capitalism has screwed the, 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 the little guys for quite a bit of time, right? But capitalism was the thing that got us to where we are. At the end of the day, this is, if, if the United States is entirely behind a free market, this is not allowed. Because this is essentially preventing you. Because Robinhood, the only thing that they're, they should be allowed to do is say that, hey, this stock is volatile. You shouldn't invest. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't be able to let you stop investing just because a stock is volatile. Because that's on your own. Because what if you call it? Mm. Like, what if you short it, right? Like, what if you call it? What if you short it? Like, you should, there should be no uh, stops on what you do. Now, you can argue, right? You can argue, oh, this is to prevent a market crash. Yes, but you that you can say that, but you can't say that for one specific stock. That is unfair. If you're going to stop trading, stop trading for the entire market. Don't stop trading for. It wasn't even trading. They only allowed they only allowed you to sell. That's the issue. Exactly right, and like they wanted you to sell. And it's specific brokerages. So the brokerage is taking essentially the power and telling you that you can't buy and sell not the market because when the market closes when there's a massive downturn the new york stock exchange itself closes or the nasdaq closes right like it, it, the it's it's obscene right so what do you guys essentially think? to understand this like it's not just oh we're good we're at risk of a recession we'll stop before everyone gets hurt it's literally if I made a bet right now that Nikiv is going to, you know, do XYZ and I was at risk of Nikiv doing XYZ, imagine I just said, Nikiv, stop. You're not allowed to do it because if you do it, I lose money. Imagine what kind of just a straight up bitch I would look like, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, just straight up like, oh, no, I'm losing my bet, which I knew going into this, this was a risk. So I tell Nikib, you're not allowed to do it. Don't do it. Stop it. Stop what you're doing right now. Sit down. And we're going we're, we're gonna to start this another day. Right? We're going to talk about this. That's so, essentially what they're doing. Rafi, so please, I, I've been talking too much. Yeah, but yes, Rafi, yeah, yeah, Rafi, Rafi I think that like, if we... Okay, so I, I don't know shit about capitalism, right? <laughs> right? I want to preface this. But I feel like if we're in a truly capitalistic society... Should bailouts shouldn't bailouts not be a thing, especially oh, yeah. if they're not voted on by like the people? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's hypocrisy running amok, right? Like so, <laughs> out of the blue. I mean, I, I'm from 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 the foundation. It doesn't sound very capitalistic to me. Um, but that's but what that's what that's yeah, what again. certain politicians and hedge funds always um, you know, promote when when the market's going up. But guess who makes the most money when the market goes up? Not not the people. The hedge funds. Yeah. The more money you invest, the more money you invest, the more money you make, and the more money you lose. Yeah. When the markets go up, if I'm just me, who doesn't have a massive income and who doesn't have a massive savings account to invest, I'm not going to make nearly as much as that guy, uh, you know, who's getting paid to trade for his company, who's trading hundreds of millions, maybe even billions of dollars, right? I also it's... want to point out when COVID first, uh, when when uh, COVID first 
started and uh, it was coming into the states politicians got like a briefing on it and a lot of them pulled their money out of markets and then started oh, yeah. investing after yeah. like things dropped that sounds like investor no, that, trading that's insider trading it's not illegal yeah. because there's members of the government specifically the senators right I feel senators like, and representatives are unfortunately yeah. they're they're Immune free of any insider from, trading laws that's fucking crazy bro i feel like they should not be investing I don't know. Specifically, that's what AOC has actually recently been uh, uh, tweeting about and trying to pass a bill for is senators should not have a financial interest on the companies that they're going to help regulate and or work with. I don't uh, I don't know what the ins and outs are or for insider trading, but I see the loophole where you can be in essentially to me, it's word cahoots with a, a, a a, a conglomerate, right? That's funding you. Because you can say it's a deal with both ways, right? If they're funding you, like you can have some sort of, you know, like verbal agreement where like, oh, if I know something about my company or this other company, I'll let you know, right? But technically, because you're not part of the company or you're not an inside trader, right? Like, I don't know. Do you know the rules around insider trading to me? It's it's really specific. The biggest issue with insider trading, insider trading for anyone who doesn't understand what it is or doesn't know, is essentially if I work at company X, and something's going down where a new product is coming out, right? Let's say we got the new X phone coming out, right? If I say that to my friends and family and they buy it, company X uh, stocks only because I told them because I know because I work at company X, then that's considered insider trading because that's not public information, right? Joe Blow down the block doesn't know, right? My neighbor doesn't know because I didn't tell them, right? The company didn't say that. The issue with insider trading is you need proof that there was communication done without like with information that was not in the public knowledge, right? Insider trading is a bitch to prosecute, which is why when it doesn't, get caught. It, it gets ignored most of the time. Yeah, when people get caught, it's it's, it's a great, thing. but it happens so rarely. Yeah. Like, like the best example example I can think of was uh fucking Martha Stewart. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? She went like, you know, the, the most generic Macy's lady possible. Got sent to jail because of insider trading, and she learned how to shank a bitch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I think she'd be fast with Snoop Dogg after that, right? <laughs> but like, point being, insider trading is not something that's easy to prosecute because it's really easy to just be like, "I was gonna sell that share anyway. I wasn't. You? How do you know yeah. I was gonna sell that stock, or how do you know I was gonna buy that yeah. stock? Right? There's yeah. got to be proof. There's got to be communication. It's it's such finance is a messy messy place when it comes to legal like legality i love that we live in a world where martha stewart has more street cred than all of us put together Rafi, what do you think about this free market situation so i mean obviously the market's not very free uh the way i see it is like uh like with the way to that like you guys don't want to get into 2008 but like 2008 happened because like these guys they were treating the market like a casino basically just gambling with the money and then gambling with our economy and then that's why everything tanked because they all screwed up right and now here wall street bets they essentially do the same thing don't they they're essentially just gambling their money and being like you know to the moon and like diamond hands and all that like they're treating it like a joke and like this joke is basically a joke that's just gone so far that it's like become a movement at this point and now because like is getting so much attention and like so many people are so invested in like taking down like uh the man here the man man 
the yeah, man, the, you know, the, the, yeah, yeah, right? he's the means of production, all that. So like, it's like showing us how now that like the wrong people are now making money. So now like we gotta regulate it, or else the right people won't be making their money. The you know that last country. thing you said. That's the. That's I feel like that's the most like on point part yeah. of this is that. You, me, and anyone listening, we're the wrong people to make money in this game, right? The people who work at hedge funds, the investors, the these chuckle fucks that you know every day go to Wall Street in suits, they don't want us making money because they gamble off of our misfortune, essentially, right? When 2008 went down, it was going down essentially because they were like, oh, hey, houses? We'll just foreclose like a thousand of them at a time, and then we'll make tons of money off of that. Fuck the people who lived in those houses. I mean, right? They, they, <laughs> even with two thousand eight, like the reason I didn't want to get into it is because of the conversation we're about to have. Oh, they, <laughs> the Wall Street made the disease, sold the cure, but a really shitty one. You know what I'm saying? Not even the cure. No, no, no. Here's the thing: if you're going to use that analogy, right? Wall Street is like a fucking infection. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, yo, we're going to infect the fuck out of you. Yeah, right? it, what is it? Subprime mortgages, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, right? Um, then they told the government. No, no, then the government was like, what the fuck are you doing? And, the gov- and then they told the government, oh, oops. <laughs> I'll give you $2 if you, like, you know, don't punish me too bad. Remember, literally, like, two people went to jail for 2008. Two. Right. Yeah. And they were just like two chuckle fucks, like not even big executives, two chuckle fucks who got thrown under the bus by like the big companies. And right? only Lehman Brothers went down. The big. Right. Room. Right. Like, and then who even cares about biz- people going out of business? There yeah. was like no prosecution. Nobody was held accountable for this shit. Yeah. I apologize if I sound heated because this shit is wild in terms of how these people can break the law and then just shrug it off like there's no tomorrow, pay the government a certain amount of money, and essentially that's the cost of business, right? That's like an expense, right? The same way if you own a business and you're like, (laughs) exactly, right? The same way you own a business, you're like, okay, how much does it cost for payroll? How much does it cost for taxes? Okay, how much does it cost to pay off the government so they don't arrest all of us, right? (laughs) Oh, we're good? Got it, that's factored in. We're making, here's the biggest thing. We're making more money than the government is taking away from us. This is profitable. We'll keep doing it. Right now, without getting too fucking spiteful about this, um, the biggest thing that comes out of this is that there's genuinely no sense of accountability because they went and did 2008, told the government, I'll give you two bucks if you, you know, fuck off. And then separately, when the government was like, "Okay, we're going to have to write new rules so that this doesn't happen again, they paid senators and representatives plenty of money. So they said, "Okay, how about this? We'll write. Your rules for us so that, you know, we'll say it won't happen again, but we're the ones writing the rules, so you don't really know what we'll do, right? And that's what went down. They literally wrote the SEC's newer rules after 2008, and everything that's on the books is what they are okay with, what their lawyers came up with, not what you would think our senators, our representatives, they wrote that shit. Nah, bro. It was was literally the companies. And this stuff like has bits and pieces to do with what's going on right now right but it is the umbrella like idea that's going around that we know of that we can't do anything about right and that's why like this this stupid meme has become a movement of sticking it to the man that literally keeps you under their foot 
you know, like that keeps you under their foot. And that's that's I think that's the biggest point of this right now is that this isn't about money anymore. It is. It is. It is is literally personal. It's fucking personal, right? Like it's personal. Yeah, it's straight up about keeping the middle class and the and the and the poor underneath the upper class because the the biggest problem in our country is not like well it is okay yes there's racism and everything right like there's social issues but guess what while we have while we're fighting over um while we're fighting over over, not getting shot by cops yes right and lack of uh proper we're all still uh, accountability or proper oversight over government officials these people have been sitting here printing money for themselves at the behest of their own system yeah. Right. Like, With right. zero regard yeah. for how it affects other people. Right. There was a stat, right? Like I think like billionaires billionaires made like three billion dollars or so, like something like that while while the coronavirus was going on. Some cl- conglomerates made trillions of dollars while while coronavirus was going on. Amazon, I mean, did you buy their pure business model made a shit ton of money, but that's not even yeah. considering how much money they made off of the, the 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 industries where they make their most money. You know what I'm saying? Amazon's monopoly uh, system is completely unregulated. That's why I refuse to. I still buy off Amazon though because I'm a hypocrite and it's very difficult to not buy off Amazon. So we can have a whole conversation about how difficult it is to actually like. But it's because of Amazon's monopoly. But it's because of Amazon's monopoly, right? And like that's not even Amazon does not even make the most amount of money off their e-commerce. They make all their money, most of their money from from AWS, and AWS took a is massive right now huge so many uh, industries are going hybrid and going cloud-based it's obscene amazon might not like we, we might run out of space to put warehouses where there's nothing there's no one in them except servers it's that it's that crazy it's it's just it's a very frustrating thing to talk about when you feel so powerless because another thing is i i, I wonder how true that this is very i assume this is true because it makes sense the amount of money that all the retail investors, which are just regular people, retail investors is just a broad term for regular people uh, that are investing, is still peanuts compared to the amount of money that is in the is in the market from from investors, right? Right? You ever see those videos where it compares like like a human body, like a human to like a billion dollars and then a trillion dollars? Yeah. Right. There's trillions. Right? Yeah. There's trillions of dollars in the market that are that is invested by hedge funds. So what we're doing, yes, the market that we are taking away a lot of money from those hedge funds, yes, but the amount, the six million, even if six million people all invested a thousand dollars, right, that's still six billion dollars, and six billion dollars pales in comparison to what two hedge funds have. I think I think the part where where uh, the the empowering part of all this is that we know we can fuck up a hedge fund. Yes, if they try to do so some simple. moral shit like this. If right? one person we are playing by their rules, we are yep. playing by every single rule that 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 they're playing with. Probably yes. we're playing with uh, more fair rules. We're not like having these dinner parties saying, "Yo, let's mm-hmm. fuck these companies up," but let's not tell anyone about it. This is completely o- o- open. Uh, er- everyone can see it, right? But now they're trying to take it away from us because we are the mean redditors, the bullies of the of of, of the world. The we're taking away their billions of dollars. <laughs> Like this guy has a yacht, bro. Are you really gonna? Uh, are, are you really gonna bully him? Come on, come on, guys. Don't be mean to him. Suck my fucking dick. My motto is always punch up. Punch. <laughs> punch up. 
<laughs> I mean, the biggest thing is that like when it comes to do you guys remember Occupy Wall Street? Yeah, yeah nothing came out of yeah. that. Yeah. Nothing came out of that, right? This feels like what Occupy money. Wall Street wish it could have done. Or yeah. wish wish it had an impact of, right? Occupy Wall Street was just a bunch of dudes and and got like not even dudes, guys and gals just sitting out in in what what, what park was it? Washington Square Park? No, 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 no. It was some it was right at Wall Street, wasn't it? Yeah, it's some it's, random. It's park. at the bowl. It's literally at the bowl. It was at the pole, wasn't it? Yeah, but there's a park or, like right across the street or something. I, I don't know what yeah. park it was. But like, point being, like they just oh, sat there the, and they protested, the and then there were pictures of people from Wall Street just like laughing with champagne. And I think you you, you may have seen the pictures by now of like you know they're all just yucking it up, being like, ah, look at these. Bro, Occupy Wall Street did jack mad shit. That we're making money. I actually See, Google it. Affect their money. That's the issue. Like they, they weren't just like drinking champagne; they were pouring champagne on some of the protesters. I was like, they gave zero fucks. We were all very young when Occupy Wall Street was going on because it happened in 2011, 2012, right? Right. Um, yeah. And I want to see, like, I remember it being such a massive move, like, not massive, but, like, it being on the news for months on end, right? The thing is, it did last a while. It I don't know if you remember. A while. It lasted a while. It also gained a lot of traction where there was other Occupy movements either throughout the country and yeah. even in other countries like China and Europe and yes. like, parts of, like, uh, Asia. Right. So I went through their Wikipedia page. There's literally not a, a like an aftermath like article. There's literally like nothing happened. The 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 biggest yeah. aftermath article I see is the trial of two protesters. Like, <laughs> are you kidding like, me? Nothing came of that. But that's the difference between that and this. Is like, I feel like the same energy is being channeled, right? Yes. The same fuck you spiteful energy is being channeled here, but in a way that it's like. No, th- we're actually doing something now. Yeah, right? no, money's in play. This is genuinely hurting them where they care their, their wallet, wallets. Yeah. Right? Oh, and it- the biggest thing, like Rafi's saying, it's not like we're we're not playing by the rules, yeah. right? This was literally a couple intelligent individuals being like, look, look at that game they're playing over there. I think they're stuck in the game. If we play the game with their rules, we can guarantee they lose. Right? I want to buy in. Exactly, win. right? I want to buy in now that we know they're guaranteed to lose. The issue is, you can't play... You ever hear the saying, you can't play uh, uh, chess with a chicken? Yes. Right? Yes, yes. You can sit there, you can make the most intelligent moves possible. He's gonna but when the chicken flips the board <laughs> and just, you know, starts knocking pieces over, the fuck do you do, right? Are we, are you we can't play chickens? chess with that. With no, that no, chickens here? No, no, well, we're trying to be, but they're being the chickens right now. The issue is exactly, right? We're playing with their rules. We're doing exactly everything that they have set up for us and then right when they're starting to lose they said oh shit nope time out nope this isn't happening we're changing the rules right yeah, you're not I buying think, anymore i think it was elizabeth warren that put out a letter uh and also put it out on twitter to the sec demanding that they look into it and see if they can prevent what's going on with gamestop right now um and in that letter near the end of it she basically equated everything wall street has done everything wall street has done to what reddit or reddit or like you know the investors the retail investors did with gamestop just in the past couple weeks like it's ridiculous how much they vilify us see the the issue there is that even if like the like individual senators or the sec does get involved like that doesn't stop literally no guarantee that something beneficial for the overall population of people will come out of this because history says the the bankers and the hedge funds have the money they have the power. They have the the lobbying ability 
to to set the rules as they like right yeah, and yeah. i want to be very clear that i'm sure with everything i'm saying i sound like some you know uh tinfoil hat kind of guy saying don't trust the government because they're all bought they are it's very very important to understand the us's lobbying laws are set up in a way that is literally considered pay to play and that's not me saying that that is literal senators and ex like government officials saying no you have the money you pay to play you pay to you set up meetings you pay to set up the rules and then you go do your thing right you go you go play and you have fun because you set the rules and you go enjoy your game uh really quickly like this what all this is called is a short squeeze and by no means do, does this term matter, but I just remember, uh, well, like everyone's attesting this to a different short squeeze that happened a few years back with Volkswagen, where <laughs> for a short amount of time, Volkswagen became the richest company in the world just because people were doing this exact same fucking thing. And like uh, two hedge funds went under because of it. So funny. So I don't actually remember that. What was this? Uh, you can just Google yeah, I don't remember Google, that. Google Volkswagen uh, short squeeze. Was that for, before or after the, the diesel gate shenanigans where Volkswagen was caught cheating? Uh, definitely. Oh, actually, it could have been after. It could have been after. I, di I didn't know what Volkswagen stock was doing after Dieselgate. Oh. But, oh. But, yeah, for a short time, I think it was for, like, a few minutes, it was the richest company in the world. <laughs> yeah, it reached, like, a thousand, almost a thousand euros, apparently. A thousand euros, I mean, sure. if, if, we, if we take away anything, right, and I don't want this to be just an economics lesson, so yeah. I apologize if I have been lecturing today. But just understand, the stock market is just belief, right? It really is. Volkswagen went up because everyone believed it would go up. GameStop is going up right now because everyone believes it'll go up. This is so much more public. That's all it is. It really is just... Because if yeah. anything, the Volkswagen sh uh, short squeeze was a lot more effective than this one. Just because it didn't well, have the public the perception. Was the short squeeze done by public? Uh, like I don't know. Retail... It, it might not have been. I don't, I don't actually oh, okay. know. Because short squeezes... Right. So guys, short squeezes don't necessarily have to be by the... Public. It's just whatever drives the price up. If that's what makes this know, one special, right? right? Yeah, is yeah, that it is public lots driven. of individuals in the public being like, "Yeah, yep. let's let's do this together." Like if 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 all like you know, any share can be technically sold at any price, right? So like at a certain point, if, if like at a certain point, again, if we hypothetically theorize, right, it is theoretically possible that someone randomly sells a GameStop share at two million dollars, and then the price becomes two million dollars. Like that is entirely possible because of how the market is set up because value is a human construct you know like gold is worth gold amount of money because we think it's worth that much money right the market is literally the exact same you put value on an imaginary piece of paper because in the grand scheme of things you will most likely never have enough money for those for that share of a company to really matter only those big motherfuckers who have shit tons of money where they start, they just buy 60% majority in a company and then become the CEO have that kind of power. Right? So this is, you are trading imaginary shits. And most of the time we trade to make a little bit of money to what? Fund our retirement? Right? Is that too much to ask? It the money individuals make off the stock market is less, like literally less than a penny compared to how much these hedge funds make. I this think, couldn't uh, be like this is David versus Goliath isn't even a fair piece of imagery to this. This is like bacteria. We are literally microbes looking up at like a titan, yeah. right? Yes. In terms of financial like uh, equivalence. It really is that. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what the word is. I was going to say feudal, what, but it's lopsided? not. Yeah, lopsided, I guess. Right. It's just entirely lopsided. No, right. no, no. We 
as in and when i say we i want to be very clear it's not just even like i don't i'm not trying to say we as in people who own gamestop or people who are trying to be on reddit and you know got the pitchforks and torches against no, the the you. men's in suits anyone i literally like nine point nine percent yeah, yeah, no, literally the ninety nine percent. Yeah, no, actually, that's a very ninety nine point nine 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 percent. Everyone else, even if you don't like invest, that, zero, zero, even, even if you don't yeah. know anything about the market, you're a part of this. If you, you have a, re- if you want to retire at one point in your life, right, your mm-hmm. retirement plan will most likely involve stocks and shares. Yep. Unfortunately, even if you try to sit this out, it's one of those things where sitting it out means nothing it will affect you one way or another right so it's like politics right you can sit out a vote it's still it's still gonna affect you if if 2008 happens tomorrow and the market crashes and you're 65 tomorrow your your retirement fund is gone gone because you will never you will never make enough money for your own retirement just from a savings account never never in a million years with like if you make under millions of dollars you know, like you will never have enough money for a retirement fund. It, the, the joke is that millennials will not retire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how sad this shit is. <laughs> you know, like the fact that millennials will never fucking retire. Is that even a joke or is that oh. just like a, like a, that's just on reality the prospect at this of point. millennials, yeah. like there's a good chance we'll be working till we die. Yeah. And that's wait, not even like another 30 years. Dude, that's not even considering like, even if you had zero student loans, it's like theorized that you won't have enough money to retire because of how fucking low wages are. Yeah, I think I think uh, progressives are talking about a um, a nationwide twenty dollar uh, minimum wage now. I feel like if that goes well, through, fifteen to years. years. Fifteen. Fifteen's no, not even there. No, no. Is it no? Executive order came in for fifteen. I, yeah. Did it actually? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The federal, yeah. federal, federal minimum wage is fifteen dollars now. Oh, but try and do that. But that's federal, right? Yeah, those we are federal jobs, right? Like, yeah, federal jobs are only like it's a good fraction. Don't get yes. me wrong; it's a good start. But like that's getting individual like states to that's adopt not, 15 is, yeah. is going to be a process. Yeah. Getting to 20, 25, yeah. like that shit's not happening in, and, in the next five well, years. Laws suck, you know, because, you know, there's state laws like New York City has a $15 minimum wage now. Right. But that's New York City. And we could live our entire lives not giving a shit about the rest of the country. You know, like we really could because I mean, everyone technically in New York City. is not enough to live off. No, it is. It's Are not you enough shitting to, like, live off, me? $15 yeah. will not get you a closet. I feel like you need in the dumbest part of Queens. 30, 25. No, no, th- 30, 30 will be fine. 30 would give you a decent living. I think it's it's considered, uh, if I remember, I remember actually looking at a chart recently. I think if you make above $22 an hour, like that's considered a good standard of living in New York City. Interesting. And that could mean a toilet that does work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that could mean like communal um, toilets, communal bathrooms in an apartment complex. It's that bad, guys. Like, <laughs> I don't want to, <laughs> again, I don't want to sell like tinfoil hats, but open your eyes. <laughs> No, here's the thing. When it comes to being a tinfoil hat guy, if you tell me the earth is flat and we have a sky dome and there are children being kidnapped by pizza stores and I don't know, what's another one? Oh, and vaccines give you autism. I will smack you upside the head like there's no tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're someone I care about, then don't uh, talk to you ever again. Upside talk the head. About this, right. <laughs> But uh, and I, I mean that like if like you know how like your your family or your friends or people you don't realize can suddenly Where, like fall into conspiracy. Can I see your history really quickly, please? <laughs> <laughs> right. But like when it comes to money, what makes this so so strong is that it's all done in face value. Like mm. if p- there are people who look into these things because a lot of it comes from public information, and you can publicly see, oh, these senators are taking so and so thousands of dollars from these these banks. 
And as a result, these banks are getting to write the rules. And then when you read the laws, it, like it, it's literally just written by the banks themselves. And it's like, oh, this is all public information. But because the people in charge are being paid off by the banks and because it's called lobbying, right, where in other countries you'd call that bribery. Corruption. And bribery. because lobbying is a thing that the Supreme Court allows, I really don't want to get into this conversation, no, but I no. apologize. Right. That's another but thing. This is where the tinfoil hat becomes just like, you know. A fucking regular like hat hat because this is this is being done right in front of you. You just wanna you just gotta literally Google it and be like, oh yeah, lobbying. Lobbying is how these companies get to buy their way into making the rules they want to play by. Oh, but yeah, I'll be honest. I'm I'm gonna try and stop myself from ranting anymore. No, I, because I, I, we're going from GameStop and Robinhood to fucking lobbying and politics, and that's a that's a deep dark staircase that we're not coming out of if we open that door. I think the distrust in government is is like at an all time high, at least in the last decade. Like people don't fuck with the government at all, and uh, I I think I think um I I think when the vaccine started coming out, people were also talking about how they're not gonna get it because um a lot of I think uh, black people were the subjects of a lot of the previous um, studies, right? And they all got fucked over. Um, and they don't want to, like, they, they don't trust the government enough to believe that this is actually going to be beneficial for them this time. Um, Are you talking about vaccines being beneficial vaccine, for them? Well, like, medical treatments. Fuck, I forgot what the trials were. I haven't actually heard of this. What are you talking about? There were a bunch of of trials that they did in the past hundred years in the U.S. Oh, do you mean, like, 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 trials or, like, like, um... Are you talking about, like, classified, like, human experiments and shit like that? Yeah, no, no, the U.S. is terrible with that. I don't think that's what we're... That's the scale that I'm going to. That's not what we're talking about. But I don't blame any person for not trusting in the government, right? Because they have a shady history. They've covered all of it they've pulled they pulled the rug over our the wool over our uh i'm mixing metaphors um <laughs> you're no, trying you're trying i'll give you points for that. Yeah. if you see like what the cia has done in like the past like 50 years he'll really hate but the those government. are the things that are only public yeah. <laughs> those are the yeah, things like that they, the, they, they, the they fourth contraception it. for yeah. south american women and stuff like that bro, don't bro, forget these, that was these, are the, these are the Ooh, things that them, they like, said like drugs hey, in the black communities guys these are the things that they say hey we kind of did this 40 years ago and we're definitely not doing any of this now, but here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, I, I want to maybe now. at least, uh, I don't know if we're starting to near yeah, the, I don't, the I don't wrap wanna, up. Yeah. But I do want to end this on a slightly positive note. As much as I would love to be a tinfoil hat about uh, most oh, things related to the government, money, yeah, I'll sit here and yeah. tell you why oh, this man. shit is fucked up. No. But I don't, I, I'll be honest, Pratik, I actually disagree with you in terms of like, I don't overall distrust the government in oh, general okay. mm-hmm. because there are politicians who have shown that they want to make the moves to make, you know, positive changes in the government, right? Either more accountability and more transparency. And yes. besides just the individuals, I feel like there's also a bigger, bigger picture thing of like being entirely like paranoid and distrustful of the government kind of disincentivizes voting and trying to actually change the government yeah and i don't ever want to have that sense of hopelessness that you can't fix this shit right yeah i i I think the reason why people are so angry because like oh if we get look at how many of us collectively are angry about this we can collectively do something yeah i i agree with to me with this one is i think yes there's a lot of issues that are wrong with our government but I don't think that we should ever be in a situation. I don't think there should ever be a situation in which you don't think that something can be done. And like, even right now, this is all getting done. Uh, 
purely by that started off off an internet forum you know yeah people no, can I, do quite a bit i don't think you sh- I, I i don't think you're ever powerless mm. yeah i i don't like the government is fucked up in very different ways and i really don't want to make this uh this podcast political by all means by any means um but these are the things that are going on right now uh financial it's specifically kind of i that. think really there's not a single person in this world that doesn't live off money right so financials is something I'm very much okay with to get like heated over and to be passionate about because man I need money. Like, what I, I, don't care. I don't care about money. I don't I don't I really I can live in a one bedroom apartment for the rest of my life. I'm okay with that, right? But you need enough money to be happy in that I, one bedroom I, apartment. I, I need enough money to be happy, right? But everybody, not even like because I I mean none of us grew up rich, right? I see, yeah. saw my parents struggle. I still see my parents struggle. This coronavirus has impacted so many of us. And the fact that the, finally something is being done, like just to stick it to the people that have been making money off of, off of the backs of these people who are working their asses off, trying to put food on their tables. The fact that these, these companies are steeping to the level of s- sending out false articles to, um, to, dis- to dissuade people from buying GameStop, to see people, to like Robin Hood, legitimately stopping trade selling? like specifically stopping like buying GameStop just because these people who have billions of dollars who will go who if they go down won't even get jail time i'm they okay won't get with jail time here. they'll still live comfortable yeah, lives they will still have millions of dollars if jeff if jeff bezos lost lost half of his uh, uh, fucking net worth in his divorce and still was the richest man in the planet like how like I don't care like he you can say that yes he earned that money but the fact that you need all of that money is completely bullshit to me no no one human needs all of that money it's not just money it's just like assets properties yeah. like a bunch of other things just put together right? right and the fact that Amazon because Amazon is so fucking powerful they can essentially do whatever the hell they want to their workers and the people who take the biggest hits to uh, because of this are the people who are running Amazon People who are in work warehouses, right? And that's just Amazon. Hedge funds cause a ripple effect. They're not a massive. They're not a conglomerate that you see in the news all the time, but they run it. They run those companies essentially because the market has so much to do with it. These are things that I understand because it does. Money isn't. Money isn't. Oh, it affects one type of people. Money affects literally everyone on the planet. Not just the U.S. So this is bullshit, and I'm I'm willing to call it out, and I'm willing to sit here and like you know be heated about it. And I think the most important part is put your put your uh, wallet where your mouth is and actually put some money down on this, right? Like <laughs> I think for the sake of transparency, is it fair to say that we all have a small stake in this? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, right. So point, for anyone listening, like, sure, we are biased, like not just in that we have a little bit of GameStop, but for the purpose of fuck you, right? Fuck you, pay me. I think I think that's the general vibe we can all yeah. kind of agree on. Is to to anyone listening who sympathizes with like the cap. What? what sorry, not capital. With the citadels and the uh, what is it? I keep Melvin. saying Merrill Lynch. Melvin. Melvin. Thank you. Melvin. Right, Melvin's <laughs> out there. <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. It's um. I saw this one post that I uh, kind of want to end the podcast on. Is uh, there was this Reddit. It was on Wall Street Bets, and it was one of the very few serious posts on Wall Street Bets. I don't know if you guys saw this, but. He's this poster was essentially talking about how 2008 essentially killed his dad 
he didn't actually kill him. He didn't kill himself, but he lost his company, became an alcoholic, and essentially like died from it, right? And he's like, at this point, I'm doing this for him. And it's for anyone who's not even even if you don't put in money, join honestly join this movement because it's about your your uncle who lost a job. It's about 2008. All of our parents went through it. My dad like was a cab is a cab driver and went through not going out the entire night and got not getting a single fare coming home with like five dollars you know these these are things that affected i remember like not being able to buy candy because no one had any fucking money you know what i'm saying money is not the priority for anyone here but everyone needs it to live so fuck those companies that make profit off of your fucking detriment fuck you pay us yeah uh, what is it? What's the, what's the line? Uh, down with the bourgeoisie, rise of the proletariat. <laughs> rise of the proletariat, down with the, the means of production. It's <laughs> ease the means of production, <laughs> eat the rich. Yeah, manifest rich destiny. <laughs> what other political fucking movements have there been? Um, uh, uh, oh, what is it? Egalite, fraternite, some shit like that. What's the French what, Revolution what kind of French one? What's the French Revolution? kind of snail eating escargot? No, 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 no. I know what he's talking about. about. Egalite, fraternite, the French Revolution. It's, uh, whatever it oh, was. liberté, oh, egalite, oh, we're fraternite. We're not doing <laughs> no. the French Revolution. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm down for the guillotines. Don't get me wrong. Oh my god. Oh my god. Guillotine on Wall Street in front of the bull? Oh my god. I mean, okay, actually, no, no. Can I take that back? Because yeah, they brought a guillotine to the, to the Capitol building. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, we did. No, I'm, I'm there's no killing, no killing allowed, just financial murder. Yes. Fuck you, pay us. Uh, yes. I will, money, I will die repeating that one. Yeah. Make your <laughs> um, money, guys. We gotta use our money to make more money. That's basically what we're doing right now. If yeah. you are gonna put in money, make sure that you're not, you know, Oh, putting yeah. in money that you will miss. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people who are going above and beyond and like putting in like thousands of dollars that you know they don't have or they can't afford to lose. Be responsible, you know. Together, yeah. you know, ape strong. So ape strong. You know, don't don't be stupid with your money. Don't yeah. do that. You still need it to live. Like yeah, like a casino. Bring what you're willing to lose. Exactly. Yeah, play this game like a casino. If the if the if the uh oh, the but don't play it like a don't don't play it like a gambling addict. <laughs> Just don't do that. There's no financial so many, advice. We have so many footnotes. Yeah. To <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shall we? Shall we wrap it up? There, we, yeah. None of us are financial experts, and none of this is financial advice because of legal reasons. I will say that. <laughs> I don't want to get good, sued. Uh, Please trade responsibly. Trade responsibly. Yeah. Like said, trade very oh, responsibly. Do not get on Robinhood. Use like. Fidelity, Cash App, uh, SoFi. SoFi, SoFi is pretty, yeah. pretty. Uh, it's aesthetic. Legitimate. It's nice. It's pretty. Apparently, um, Fidelity has been very backed up. Like, so many people are switching over. They're like, their servers are like starting to slow down. Oh yeah, yeah I think Fidelity, they said they had a seven hundred percent increase oh, in volume. I'm surprised Fidelity hasn't stopped trading. They're an old dog. Wait, I thought they did though. I thought Am the, I wrong? I thought it was E Trade. Okay, no, well, yeah, whatever. No, each, it wasn't fidelity. about this. Whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. Hopefully, you know, next week or in the weeks to come, things will get better. We'll talk about bullshit again. Yeah. You know, no more serious topics. I'm tired of this. Me too. I just want to laugh and smile again. Uh, <laughs> I'm down to bring pitchfork. Eat the rich. <laughs> every every now and then. Every now and then. Let them eat cake or whatever. Let them eat. Where's that? Okay. Where's take us away. That's not a French Revolution. Yeah. Uh, everyone trade responsibly drink responsibly um, and we'll catch you guys next week ah, uh, don't don't quote me on that goodbye
Tchau! Ui.